Alright, welcome to Behind the Plinth. So this week we're going to talk about goal setting and how some, some how athletes can learn from uh, successful business leaders in this uh, in, in this really important skill set that should be the forefront of the start of your performance journey, not something that's an afterthought. So we're going to go through smart goal setting. So it's a really popular um, way of setting goals and it's nice and easy to structure. So whether you're an adult or whether you're a child or an adolescent, teenager, you, you, can, you can do something with this and you can start to set your goals so that you can set your performance journey up um, from right here and right now today. So a successful business leader, so what, are the, what do they do well? A successful business leader develops a strategic or a plan that's for their business. So what that does essentially is it outlines what's going to happen. So it, it kind of like helps predict the performance of the business and how they do that is they use their past insights from the business. Um, so for example, if you know that you know your, your goal is to grow a business by double, that means that if you turn over, if you earn in the business itself, you know, $500,000 per year, and you're aiming to earn $1 million for the following year. You know, that's your goal. How you do that is then cut down into smaller goals because how are you going to achieve that $1 million? It's not good enough for you just to say that. So I'm going to double my business income by July 2025 or 2024, whatever the year is that you're going to do. That's my goal. Now, is that realistic? So, you know, let's say yes, it is. So therefore, you've got to cut that back. So how am I going to do that? Well, first of all, if I am going to, if I sell a particular product, obviously I'm going to have to sell, you know, essentially double of that product. Can I bring another product in to supplement that product that's going to help sell more product, but I'm just going to increase my value? So that's an example. So let's say I sell a, I sell pen. And I sell one pen for $1. But can I sell a notepad with that pen? So in athletic performance, the way I'd center that down is that let's say that you want to decrease your 100-meter sprint time from 11.9 seconds to 10.9 seconds in one year. Is that realistic? Well, I guess that depends on how much work you want to do and whether you're going to have the speed to be able to do that. And then can you develop the speed through training? But there's no point with, with a business, you've got a little bit more surety. Of course, you've got different things like the economy, political influences, um, you know, your personal life, your team. So, you know, if you lose a key staff or key team member, is that going to massively affect your ability to double that income? Um, and things like that that come into business, but in, in your personal, like in your sporting life, it's do you have a team around you? If you lost your coach, what's going to happen? Is that going to decimate your ability to achieve that goal? So you've got to have a team around you that you're confident in that's going to be able to help you progress. So, you know, a successful business leader will have that strategic mindset. They'll have not just one year, they'll also have five years in front of them that they're looking at and they're thinking about as well as the, the short-term one year. Short-term athletic performance may be one month or three months or six months and a long-term might be one to five years. 
because of most sporting careers in their total time might only be 10 years at the top of the mark that you're going to be at, and some are much shorter than that. So you've got to customise that to suit you. So when we're setting goals, what we want you to do as an athlete is you, you want to come up with what's your long-term dream. So let's say your long-term dream is you want to represent Australia. What do you need to do to represent Australia and when do you want to do that by? Let's say you want to represent Australia in two years. And the time of the current Australian champion in 100 metre sprints is 10.05 seconds. So you either need to be beating that time or you need to um, you, you need to be the fastest in Australia at that time. Um, if you think about that, if you're running 12 second 100 metre effort, that's a whole two seconds. Now that might not sound like a lot, but anyone who does or has done sprinting will tell you that that's the difference, a light bulb difference. It's 20 metres running that quickly. So it's, you're, you're losing by 20 metres right now. And if you're 18 years of age and running 12 seconds, then unless, and if you haven't trained at all, maybe, maybe you can get down to that, but it's, it takes a long time. So you've got to be realistic. And so the SMART principle really goes on specific for S, so being specific about your goal, measured, so can you measure what you're going to achieve? Is it achievable? So that is a little bit more subjective and that's where your team and the people around you are going to give you feedback on what they've seen done before to give you some perspective on that. Realistic, so is it is it realistic in the context that you want to go and achieve? So can you, is it, is it, is it physically possible to do what you want to do? And time orientated being T. So having a time frame behind this. The realistic and achievable are very interlinked. It's very important that you don't set something that's absolutely impossible because it doesn't help build your self-efficacy or self-confidence in your own ability. So it's, if you're setting yourself something that's impossible and you've got no step between that, it's going, to be, it's going to be very difficult to, for you to keep motivating yourself when things get tough. So that's why having some feedback, having some discussion when you set these athletic performance goals are really important. And in the business world, what we do well here is we do. We have our team. We talk about our goals. We might have an audacious goal that we want to do. But you still need the support of people around you because most times in business, it's not all about you. It's all about everybody around you that are going to achieve goals that are set, like smaller goals that are going to make up and achieve that bigger goal. So in athletic performance, you know, it comes down, it is you. It's your performance. But if you're part of a team and that team's performance reflects down to you, it's your impact on the other people in the team that are going to help you achieve your own your own potential. So then when we're looking at that being specific, so being specific is not I want to get fitter. That's very non-specific. Fitness has major, multiple components. So specific is more like I want to run less than 10.05 seconds in 100 meter effort. That's very specific and it's very measurable, covers off two. Now if you run, let's say, use another example, let's say you're running 10.6 seconds right now, you've got point, you know, four five seconds to sort of, you know, make, make close to that goal. How do you achieve that last 0.5 of a second? 
So then you've got to think about, well, is my, does, does my strength match up? So am I as strong as the person that's running that event right now? Okay. If I'm not, that's part. That's a sub-goal. I've got to improve my strength. Am I as powerful? You know, if I've tested on a force plate or something like that, am I as powerful as that person? You know, am I as flexible? What are my biomechanics like? What is my running technique like? And so if you're looking at running mechanics or technique, that might be hard to be specific, but it might be my acceleration patterning needs to improve. And these are the shapes that I want to create in that particular acceleration pattern to achieve that. So that's part of your goal setting. A little bit harder to measure because it's very subjective as technique. However, if you're working with your coach really well, then they should be able to give you that constant feedback back and forth around how you're improving and whether you're being consistent with that. So the, the most important thing that you could take away from this is to go away now and just write down, so write down three goals that you have that relate to your performance. I want you to write down one goal that is very much about the long-term dream. What is your dream? And I want you to try and put it in that smart, you know, write it down the page vertically and try and address everything. So specific, be specific, make it measurable. Is it achievable? Yes, no, I don't know, which is a fine answer when you're starting this process. Realistic, is it realistic to me? Where am I right now? Where am I at? And it might be, you might write a bit of detail here. Why is it realistic? Why do you think you can do it? And then time orientated, when do you want to get that by? Often realistic and time frames interact. So is it realistic within the time frame? If it's a three month, should I go to six months? So I want you to do that now. And then I want you to think about what are two things that I'd need to do to make this happen. And I want you to write the SMART goal for those things and the interaction that would create. So I want you to do that now and then come back to the podcast and listen to the rest of the podcast. All right, so I'm assuming that you've paused, you've gone through that process, you've written down those goals. So now let's assess, um, assess each goal. So when you're saying being specific, can someone read that and understand exactly what you're aiming to do? Is it is it down the line specific? So an example is, you know, I I want to achieve a double body weight squat because that's what you know that is a, is a relative indicator of say strength in that pattern. So we're going to write that down. Then we're going to write down the um, the measurability. So measurability is it's how is it measured? It's going to be measured in the number of kilos in my body weight at the time. Then it's going to be achievable. Is it achievable? You know. You know, uh, so think about squat technique. Do you understand what a squat is? Do you, do you have you? How long have you squatted for? Like, write those details down. Like, why is it achievable? If you can already squat 1.7 times your body weight, there should be no reason why you can't go to double. Then, is it realistic? So then, look at the time. Look at that. So let's say that you're going to do from 1.7 to two times body weight in one month, and 1.7 was really hard last time you did it and it was only one month ago, then you've got to reconsider. And I'll, then I want you to think about, if you're in doubt here, who are you going to go and talk to? Who is your point of advice? So I want you to write that down now in those goals. Who are the key people that you need to seek advice from 
to decide whether the time and the goal is realistic. So we want you to do that now. And then I want you to then think about now, what are the barriers to those goals? So what is gonna stop you from achieving them? And I want you to list them out beside every goal now. So barriers can be things, barriers can be things like familial support. So does your family, does your immediate support network support this goal that you have or the three goals? Does your coach support it? Do you have a physio that's supported? Do you have a doctor if that's necessary, a psychologist, anyone in that team that you have? Are they supportive? Is your strength and conditioning coach, do they have the ability to program for this? Do they have the ability to push you to the point where you can get this goal and get stronger and get better so then you can get faster? And have they done it before with other people? Like you've, you've, you've got to know those sort of things as an athlete. So, so we write some barriers down. So some other barriers are, do you believe that you can do it? And it's fine if maybe you've got some doubts because doubt is, it's almost a necessary part of growing your self-confidence. You've got to have a little bit of doubt sometimes, but then you've got to have a plan to be able to push forward. And that's where your support crew comes in because they've got to sometimes do the little bit of encouraging that, hey, we know you can do this. You're going to be fine. We're going to program you. You're going to follow the plan and you're going to do all the other things. Is one of your barriers nutrition? Is one of your barriers sleep? Is one of your barriers your your procrastination? Do you procrastinate? Do you do the things that your coach says you've got to do, the little things, the flexibility, the recovery, um, the, the you know, getting enough sleep? I can't emphasize that enough. So, and in business, like we, we have barriers. So a barrier to business might be, we don't have enough people to do the job. And so we have to find those people. How do we find those people? And that barrier needs to be resolved before you can progress with the goal. Because without the people, you might not be able to achieve the goal. Same thing, is there enough, if you're selling something, can I get enough to sell enough? Do I have, if I have to double my order, can I do that? Will my supplier give it to me for the same price? Will they want to charge me more? Will they charge me less potentially for ordering more? You've got to understand these barriers that exist with athletic performance. A lot of the barriers are under the surface. So what I say about that is they're the little things that you do. You know, are you 80% in with 20% in the tank? You know, are you, are you eating well on six out of seven days a week or are you eating well four out of seven days a week? We'll take it to six out of seven days and see what happens. Because some of those little things that sit in your subconscious will make a massive difference. So like I said, when you're setting those goals, you've got some barriers in mind and the barriers are critical to your ability to achieve these goals. If you don't control those barriers and you can't either erase them, like eliminate, or you can't control them to a point where they will not affect you significantly any longer, then you're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And do you want to be in the same place in six months? Are you prepared to look deep within and understand yourself and be able and be able to control those barriers. Now, if you're a child, adolescent, relying on other people, providing some of these key parts like that will present barriers, so things like transport to training and those sort of things, if you're upfront with your coach around that, maybe they can help program you things to do at home. Maybe they can talk to your parents and help with that process. But if you're not upfront about the barriers and you're not honest, with yourself first and then with others that are gonna help you, then it's very, very difficult to be able 
to make those changes that we need to see in order for you to succeed. You've got to remember that performance at the top end of any sport is governed by micro percentages. If you look at the winning margins in the Olympics, if you look at winning margins in a lot of individual sports, they're very narrow. And the margin for error is also quite narrow. So you've got to be able to do everything you possibly can in training and replicate good practices to take that to a competition and, and succeed. So the idea of goal setting, transferring back to performance, is to prepare yourself to counteract resilience, to counteract barriers, to counteract issues with performance in a competition setting during training. If you've planned, if you've understood how things work with your body, with your mind, if things come up in competition, then you can manage them most likely much more effectively. So things that are then barriers that are in and out of your control. So you've got to then look at what is within my control, what can I change right now to achieve the goal? So we've talked about barriers, so identifying them, just giving you some ideas of different types of barriers. But what is now within your control? So is transport within your control? Is food within your control? Is what you drink within your control? Is how you think within your control? Notice the pause on how you think. So do you always default to I am no good. Do you always default to, uh, well, I've got to do better next time? You know, can, do you have the capacity to celebrate your success, recognize what you want to work on, and go away and work on that to be better? Do you recognize your strengths over your weaknesses, or are you a person that's very much, this is my weakness, this is what I'm working on? So, those little things there, another podcast away, maybe in terms of just purely how you think. But think about those things because they matter. And they'll matter to whether you're going to go and push through the hard parts to achieve a goal. You can't always be constructive. You've got to be positive. You've got to drive yourself to, to, keep, to keep trying. Because remember, consistency is so important in training. So consistency is probably the number one variable that I look for when someone's going to achieve a goal. Because not every day is perfect. You're looking for isn't it, to be better in competition. You're looking for the performance update, the performance imp improvement. So sometimes that's not going to happen every day in training. It is, it is a process. So when we're looking at those barriers and then we're looking back at how, we, how, how a goal is tracking along, you know, we're looking at consistency. Consistency of application to the, um, application to the goal that we've, um, we've agreed on. So, probably a very quick overview of goal setting and a very quick overview of barrier identification. But if this helps you get another 10% out of your body and out of your mind, then we've done the right thing here. So, go away, listen to this. You might have to listen to it a few times. But go away and write down those three goals and maybe more if you want to. Identify your barriers. Work out what's in your control and not in your control and then make sure that you take the time to talk to the people that are around you that are your support network so that they can help you, they can help you in their part achieve what you've set out 
saying that you want to achieve. So again, like always, if, if there's any questions, I'm more than happy for you to contact me. My email is glenn at vectorhealth.com.au um, or you can find us at vectorhealth.com.au um, on, on the web or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening.